John 3, 1 and 2. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. I'm going to slow down here for just a brief day here and cover just the beginning of chapter 3, focusing in on verse 1 and a little bit of verse 2, where we see Jesus and Nicodemus start to have a dialogue. Now, this dialogue is going to go for the first 21 verses of chapter 3. So it's going to go on for a while where Jesus and Nicodemus have this discussion and Jesus is teaching Nicodemus about what the scripture has to say about how one can be saved. And so this is a really interesting part of the book of John. It's this discussion between these two. It includes some of our famous verses from the book of John. So John 3.16 is in this dialogue. And so we'll get to that in couple days. I don't know how many days it'll take us to get there, but uh, it's really good for us to look at what is going on in Jesus's life and ministry at this time and who's paying attention and who's coming to talk to him. And so here we see this Nicodemus come to talk with Jesus about what Jesus is doing, these signs that Jesus is performing around uh, the city. And so it says, that there was a man, and so Nicodemus is a man, and he was a Pharisee. And so the Pharisees were a religious group who were really big on understanding and following God's law. Now, one of the problems with the Pharisees is that they took God's law and expanded it. They started adding on extra man-made rules and laws and uh, regulations on top of God's law. And they ended up spending more time focusing on these rules that they added on top of God's law than they actually did on following God's law, um, reading and understanding and comprehending the whole of their scripture. Uh, Even just understanding the first five books of the Bible, which they would have had and they taught from, they taught from most of the Old Testament there. We see them teaching from Isaiah, and we see Jesus quoting from the Psalms and from the first five books in the Bible. So if they would have spent more time reading and understanding the holistic uh, Older Testament, which they would have just called the scripture at that point, They would have understood more about what God's law was and the intention of God's law, not just adding on all these extra rules to follow. But that's what those Pharisees thought was going to bring them into a good relationship with God, was adding these rules and then following those rules. So that's who Nicodemus is. He's a very devout and very religious person who is going to love rules and following them and trying to actually understand uh, what rules there are for him to follow. And then right after it introduces him in verse 1, it says, there is this man, a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. And so 
Nicodemus is a leader. He's someone of importance in the Jewish culture and the Jewish group there. He is someone who would be a religious leader, uh, helping others follow those rules, uh, and then calling out those who are breaking and violating those rules. And so he's one who's going to be sought after for wisdom and understanding. And he is coming to Jesus, seeking some help from Jesus in understanding what Jesus is doing. And we'll see, uh, I think tomorrow, yeah, we'll see tomorrow that Nicodemus refers to Jesus as rabbi, which is a nice way of showing respect and calling him teacher. And so Nicodemus is coming to this in terms of wanting to perform a dialogue and wanting to learn from Jesus and what he has to say. And now there's this weird spot here at the beginning of verse 2 that says, Nicodemus came to Jesus by night. There's lots of different ideas, what it means that he came at night. Uh, was he one of the leading things that a lot of people talk about is that he's trying to hide the fact that he's coming to talk to Jesus uh, because he didn't want to be seen with him. Uh, now, we have to put all of this into context of what we've read in the scripture so far. And we just see that Jesus goes to the temple, clears the house of God, then he gets asked by some of the Jews by what authority he has this and says that you tear down this temple and in three days I'll rebuild it. And then the next thing that we read is Jesus and Nicodemus, Nicodemus coming at night. So it is probable that he is uh, confused as to what's going on and maybe doesn't want to be seen by others. Uh, I'm not sure that this is the best explanation for why he's coming at night. It could be that he wants to spend more time with Jesus, and this is just happens to be the first opportunity they get at the end of the day, uh, where both Jesus being called rabbi, a teacher who's been out performing signs and wonders in the town, and Nicodemus, a Pharisee and a ruler among the people where he's been busy. So now they have time away from the hustle and the bustle of being leaders and out there uh, among all the other Jews that they have that time to sit down and to discuss. And I think this is probably a better explanation just because we don't see all the animosity against Jesus. We don't see that hatred. Uh, there's little bits coming in and out, but we're not going to see that for a little bit where there's really the the hatred and the desire to kill Jesus, which would lead more to that separation of not wanting to be seen with him unless you actually were following him. So we just don't see that yet. So I think that that's probably why it's not Nicodemus trying to hide from everyone. We also see when the dialogue starts, Nicodemus uh, doesn't jump into talking about hiding from people and Jesus doesn't call him out for hiding from his other Pharisees. They jump right into the discussion of who Jesus is and by what authority he's doing this. And also uh, we jump into how one can be saved. And so it looks like this is just the convenient time. And then that John is calling this out specifically 
because John, through a few different spots, talks a lot about the day versus night, light versus dark, and he uses these um, this motif that we saw even back at the beginning, John 1, 1, um, where we are talking about uh, the word and the light shining in the darkness and that the darkness can't overcome it. And so we see that Jesus is shown as light and truth and spiritual light and spiritual truth. And those outside of him are seen as darkness, as lies and as living in spiritual darkness. And so here's this contrast between Jesus being the light and Nicodemus being spiritually confused and spiritually not living in the truth, coming to Jesus to seek that light and to seek that truth. And so that's, uh, I think, a really good um, way to follow through with why John might be highlighting the fact that he came at night, other than the fact that Nicodemus showed up at night and talked to Jesus. So we can look forward to seeing what they talk about as we are going to dig in here for these next set of verses. And we can be so excited that we can see Jesus preaching to Nicodemus. And we can understand that Nicodemus loves rules and wants to earn his salvation through rules. And we can be so blessed to know that we do not have to earn our salvation by following the rules and by following God's law. In fact, by following God's law, we can never perfectly follow all of God's law and perfectly give God all the glory. We will fall short in some way. And so it's impossible for us to follow God's law enough to earn our salvation. And that's why we have to have our faith in Christ given to us as a free gift from God. And that it's a gift of grace. That it's nothing that we did or earned to get that gift from God. So we can be so thankful that we follow God's law and that we try to live a life that is more and more conformed to his good and perfect law word. We try to do that not because we are trying to earn our salvation, but because we love God so much that we want to please him and honor him. And what is most honoring to him is by following the rules that he has set out for us. And so let us go today reveling in this fact, loving God's law and loving the word that he has recorded and written for us. So let us go worship him and study this good and perfect word together.